0: Children's box. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Welcome to yet another episode of Fuse 8 and Kate. I am your host, Betsy Bird. Oh, I'm Kate. Hi. She's my, <laughs> she's my sister. <laughs> yeah. And, and we do a podcast together. You know, Kate... Uh, over the years, as we've been doing this podcast, mm-hmm. the ups and the downs, the ins and outs, the oh my gosh, the amount of money we just poured into this thing, and, Th- and through it all, you you stuck with me. I did. You did after all these episodes. That's what family does. It is what family does, yeah. and it's it, touches, it gets me a little bit here. God, how many how many episodes have we done? Wow, there's so many. There's so I... many. Let's just let's just count them. Well, there was that one. Yep. And then... On one hand. Let's get them on one hand. Yeah. Oh, there's... There one. was just one. Just there one. Just Got it. One. I was thinking of another oh. podcast. I was thinking I of another I sister? understand. Huh. No, no. Don't have... That I, that I know of. Uh, no. So, yes. This is our second podcast. This is number two. Yes, we have, we've made it this far. Yes, and we haven't killed each other yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But we might still kill the podcast. <laughs> Listen to the entire episode and see. <laughs> um, so yes, so the, the premise of our entire podcast is that uh, I love me my children's books, love them desperately, and, uh, and know a bit about them, and Kate uh, does not. Don't know a thing. Nope. You're just a normal person. I'm well. Yeah. Sure. Well, yes. in that way. Yes. In that way, you I can. I know books exist for tiny humans. Precisely. Yes. So what we're gonna do is we are each each episode, Kate sees a book that is considered a quote unquote classic, and we determine whether or not it deserves to be called a quote unquote classic based on our opinions alone. <laughs> yes, well, and I've got a little, a little, got a little context. I can bring a little context. So um, before we get down to the nitty gritty, uh, I should confess that the last time we recorded this podcast, we had not heard our theme song. We knew one was coming in the pipeline, but we had not actually heard it. Uh, and now we have, and I like it so much. It's pretty good. I, I like it. Yeah. It's really good. It's, uh, it came about thanks to a friend of mine, Haddon Givens Kine, uh, a man who was moving to Switzerland not long ago, and so I had thought I would tap him for a, a uh, theme song, and I was like, well, no, that's not going to work out, because he's moving to Switzerland, and then he, out of the blue, for no reason, said, hey, and if I can ever do any music for you, let me know, and I said, oh, more full use, sir, we need a theme song, and, uh... And we talked about what kind of style we wanted. And uh, he produced it. And when friends offer to do free things for you, you're stuck with whatever you get. But thankfully, this one's super good. It's really catchy. It Listen to it too many times. I have two. And it's in my head yep. all the time. Yeah. but Especially I, I, the snaps. But I like the, the fact that he got his daughter to yeah. be part of it. And his that, wife. Yeah. So uh, Katie and, Katie and uh, Abby, uh, wife and daughter team, and Haddon, who does the initial vocals? Mm-hmm. Um, do it all. It's a family affair. And I used to play jazz piano, so I like the little riff at the end. <gasps> He's is shockingly good pianist. Yeah. So yeah, that the whole. I just like the whole thing. Now, uh, Kate, What 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 month is this that we are recording this in? Uh, June. Right. And and what what is June? It's between nope, May. That's not what I meant. Oh, dragon. <laughs> uh, what is, what is June? June is Gay Pride Month. Woo-hoo! We figured we should probably do a book to celebrate yes. Gay Pride Month. And the question is, what is the most famous Gay Pride Month picture book of all time? Well, just or just LGBTQ picture book of all time. Um, there are many contenders uh, for the throne. I only know of two. Okay, I'm wondering... Cause we, okay, so we've already destroyed the premise of the show that you don't know what the book is because we actually right. agreed on this book. Right, I don't know what either of these books that I, I've, I know of are about, but one of them was pretty recent and it was like The Penguins. Okay, you do know And Tango Makes Three. I don't know what the book is about, but I no, know about no. the real-life penguins who... It's You know, you pretty much got it. Yeah. That's, That's the whole kershmazel, yeah. I wondered if that had broken into, because it's one of the most banned books in America. Why is it banned? Because the penguins are gay. I'm sorry. Were you not listening to the initial premise? There's gay penguins in it. We can't be but having what that. Make, why, why does that make it banned? Um, because all our flightless waterfall should be straight. That's so stupid. I don't know. know. I don't actually. I think it slipped, though. It used to be the most banned. I think it slipped, and now it's just like number eight or something like that on the banned list. They're penguins, people. Get over it. They are penguins. (laughs) And interestingly enough, today's book, which is far more famous than the penguin book, and all I know is that I've heard the title. It has been banned, but it is not on the top ten by any means anymore. Um, so should I, should, I, should I pick it up and, and you can describe the cover? Okay. All right. Wow, that is not what I thought the cover would look like. It looks like a wolf <laughs> is chasing Little Red Riding Hood. Sans Hood. <laughs> um, what is going on? Why don't you read the title? What is the title? Heather Has Two Mommies. And I'm gonna stop you before you get to the, um, the author. Because her name is pronounced Leslie That's what Nguyen. I would have said. Oh, well. Because of the little accent <sighs> mark. Yes. Yeah. All right. And then uh, illustrated by Diana Souza. Okay. And this is the original... Uh, really? Well, this is... Technically, this is the Wait. 10th anniversary edition, but it, it's the original illustrations. It's uh, about her two moms, and there's like a wolf dog on the front. It's I, a I'm so happy wolf dog. What happened to the... Did eat the moms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what? What? And the child's fleeing for her life to escape <laughs> yeah. the voracious carnivore, this they is left into the dark. Own. It is, but you know, so you wondered why it was banned. Now you know. <laughs> now you know. Now I yeah. want the penguins. Exactly. <laughs> Far less. That would actually make sense with a wolf. But if, you know, when do wolves see penguins? But uh, yeah. So this is this was published in 1989. Um, it's got a lovely. Wait, I was born in 84. Yeah. How come I was never read this book? Because, I'm so glad you asked, context, um, this book was published by a teensy-weensy, insy-bincy, little tiny-tiny publisher. That, um, and that's how most books that, that start discussing issues that the larger publishers won't touch with a 10-foot pole end up. This was published by a very little publisher called In Other Words Publishing. Uh, You have not heard of them because I'm not entirely certain they still exist, but it was... Well, good for them for publishing it. It was good for them. It was not, I believe, self-published. It was an actual publisher. Um, Leslie Newman went on to, is still publishing to this day, writing books left, right, and central, and I'm going to show you her author photo in this book. Um, I'm not sure this is the original author photo because it's the 10th anniversary edition, but, no, that's not it. There we go. Check that out. Damn. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I that is one hot. Mama. That's a hot
0: lady. That's what I'm talking about. Attractive woman. Yep. Yes. Know. The B and uh, in the LGBT is coming out right now. There you <laughs> go. There you go. <laughs> yep. I think that's why I showed it to you. So, yep. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, what's going to happen? Um, Kate's going to take this little, little book here. Yes, I am. She's going. <laughs> you can't. You can't just read the other book. No. Um, no. You got it. You got to read the whole thing. And she's going to read it while she reads it. I'm going to give you people a very special quiz question. I'm going to read you a question and then you could email me uh, your answer. And the first person, and I'm going to do this again, the first person to get the answer is going to get themselves a copy of the book that I am actually getting this out of. Now, I said that last time, but I actually have a couple copies of this book. So you can certainly have one. I I can even sign it to you if you want. Uh, the copy of the book in the book in question is Wild Things Acts of Mischief in Children's Literature by Betsy Bird, Julie Danielson, and Peter Saruta. And you can email your answer to Fuse8Kate at gmail.com. So, Kate, I'm gonna hand you the book here. Come here, Leslie. Go learn Go have some ye moms. some fun. Woo! So some of you might be thinking that Heather has two mommies was the very first gay picture book for children. This is this is not true. This is not even remotely true. There were, there were several books that came before. But here's my question to you today. Now, you may only be able to get this answer um, by getting my book already. So maybe this is a bit of a cheat. But I would love to know if anyone does know this answer. If you were to say who the very first gay children's book was, you know, specifically, Made in America, what was it? And when was it? All right. Send me your answer at Fuse8Kate at gmail.com. And we'll be right back here when Kate has finished the book. And we're back. Oh, Kate, you read the book. I did. You did. All right. Well, before before we even get into any of it. Oh, I can see the back cover from here. Um, We're going to need you to read the synopsis. Now, if you cannot do this, I understand. I have a backup in mind, um, but the backup is lame, so no pressure. The thing I want you to do... <laughs> I'm so scared. Okay, this is a good one. No, this is a good one. I want you to read this in the style of... And there's no term for this, so you're just going to have to go with me on this. You know Adelaide from Guys and Dolls? You know Harley Quinn? You know the the secretaries from a 1930s film are like, oh golly, oh he's... He's always so terrible to me. I'm very familiar with this. Yeah. I do it it at work all the time. If I could have my way, we would do our podcast in these voices all the time. You want me to read the description? That's what I want you to do, baby. Heather's favorite number is two. She has two arms, two legs, two eyes, two ears, two hands, and two feet. Heather also has two pets, a ginger-colored cat named Ginger Snap and a big black dog named Midnight. Had that also has two mommies, Mama Kate and Mama Jane. All right, so 1989. Oh, and I should say I misspoke earlier. Uh, this was self-published, apparently. So I was wrong. Good for them. Yeah, because well, and that's very common. A lot of books that go that fill gaps in the market, needs that are not being met, families that are not being you know spoken to by the the larger publishers. People self-publish. That's just what it is, and they usually don't get professional reviews, and they usually don't end up in libraries and or bookstores. But once in a while, it catches like wildfire, and this book did. Let me say what I liked about it, and then I'll go into sure. my so, actually. That's just a nice thing in general. Let's do that. So, aren't you supposed to say like a nice thing, a bad thing, and then a nice thing when you give like a oh, review? Oh, is that are supposed to do? Yeah. Oh, I just do bad, bad, bad. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's not really that nice. Bad, bad, bad. Um, so let me say I'm a couple nice things. Mm-hmm. First of all, I love the fact that these women have such awesome professions. Yeah. And I'm a little and biased that I love the fact that the doctor is named Kate. That's and what, what is the other? Okay. And what's the other profession? And the other mama is a carpenter, which is great. That's awesome. I didn't really understand if where so. so Molly goes to a, a play date at a Woman's house named Molly, and I didn't know if this woman is, if it's like a preschool. I am assuming this is a home preschool situation. The term playdate has taken on different connotations and. The 21st century, like a play date is now basically... Well, I remember when I went to preschool, it was in the basement of a woman's house. Right, you did. Yeah, that's right. You did do a a home preschool situation. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so it was like this. With Lila Fox, the best woman in the world. Lila Fox. And uh, yeah, so I imagined it to be a lot like that. And then once it got to the part where all the kids talk about their different home situations, if they have a mom and a dad, if they have... Some kids say, "Well, I have two daddies." Some kids say, "I just have a mommy." Some kids say, "I have a mom and a stepdad and I go visit my dad." And then they draw drawings of all their different families, which I mean, these drawings are exactly how I would draw like if I were their age. I mean, I think I, the noses are a little too good, but I would otherwise agree. I mean, this this is pretty much mm-hmm. pretty much spun on. And I love the fact that there's a kid in a wheelchair. That they've awesome. That they've drawn, yeah. 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 Um, I wish that there had been a um, a kid saying, I live with my grandmother. It's a little weird. You know, as I was... Because I, I read this just before you, just cause to, to remind myself about the book. And I felt that as a huge gap. I was surprised that wasn't there. But, of course... There are a bunch of books that do a similar kind of thing these days. Like, here's this kind of family, this kind of family, this kind of family. They always mention grandparents today. Well, they do mention grandparents. The 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 teacher says it doesn't matter if your family has sisters or brothers or cousins or grandmothers right. or grandfathers or aunts But or that is a huge thing. Kids who live just with the grandparents for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the fact that isn't covered is surprising. But they do cover adoption, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Yep, cover adoption. Um... It's a it's a little cheesy at the end with the kid being like, this I this is the mommy that I love the best, and then she points to one of her drawings, and then she says, and this is the mommy that I love the best, and then she points to the other drawing. I'm like, come on, kid. I'm gonna yeah, no. Which I'm one vomit from the Which one do you actually here. love? <laughs> okay, let me let me give me my, my little qualm about this though. Mm-hmm. Speaking as someone who has friends um, who who are gay and have children. Whether it's um, whether it's two dads or two moms, they don't say to their kids, you know, like, I'm Mama Jess and I'm Mama Leslie. No, they they would say, you know, I'm Mom and this is Mama. Right. Or this is Dad and this is Papa. I like the fact that she doesn't have to explain in the book why, you know, why she has two moms. It's just... It's a really modern book. I think that's what kind of threw me. It's so 21st century. I wish I had been read this book as a kid. If I yeah. had been... Because I didn't... I wasn't introduced to anything gay-related until I don't know, like 5th or 6th grade. Did you read Doonesbury Comics? No. I see. I did. That was my first introduction. Oh. At all. And uh, it's, it's a strange one for a child to have. It wasn't done in a book context. But then we didn't get... I don't want to call them problem books. That's not what they are. It, we didn't do social issue picture books much. Yeah. Um, they were mostly just stories. And I'll get into this a little later. I, I feel like these days we're beginning to finally get our fictional fantasy stories with gay characters. Um, which is sort of the ultimate goal for me. To make this, you know, something that just appears in every book. but Or at least can appear in every book. But... Yeah, this this book was very much the template for books to come. There were a lot of books like this that came out. Uh, daddy's Roommate. That is a problematic one in some ways. Yeah, that's the title. Um, roommate? Yeah, see, that's why. <laughs> All right. <laughs> sort of like, yeah, he's Daddy's quote-unquote roommate. Now, if the word roommate was in quotations, I think it'd be okay. It has not aged as well and in fact out of print. This book, in print to this day... Um. Though in a slightly different context, but we'll, we'll, we'll get to that a little bit later. So, uh, did, so did you have any uh, any problems uh, with the book? Just the fact that, well, one, there's not really much of a plot. I mean, it's just the kid. No, it's an issue book. The so. kid goes to school, does some drawings, learns that other kids have different family situations, and then goes home. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the fact pretty that standard. She, though, yeah. you know, calls her moms by their first name, which I, I think it would just be mom and ma or mom and mama. Sure. Not like, but we're not, this Kate is not to say Jane, that we don't know in the 80s what the standards were. I mean, yeah. maybe that's I mean, every it, family is different. No. Yeah. Um, Do you feel the book has uh, aged well or not well since 1989? Does it feel like 1989 to you? No. It, it I mean not really. Um I mean looking at these I'm flipping through the pages right now, it looks like I don't know, I mean I did go to preschool mm-hmm. in <laughs> nineteen eighty eight. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> so this all right, so, so you I mean, this let's is say in you're line. <laughs> and uh I mean this is about in line with what I would have done at school. Because I, I just want to pause. You write down the, the tie-dyed oh. boy shirt, okay. which is awesome. There is a photo, or a drawing, I should say, of a mom wearing we no go. nukes. There we go. That's the one I was referring to, but I didn't want to bring it and up it's myself. it's also on the back of the yes, book. Yes, it is. And I think I love it more than any shirt she could be wearing at all. That is the most 1989 shirt that, for me, is Bloom County. See, all my references are going to be comic strips from here on in. But uh, no nukes is such, such an issue from 1989. And, yes, she would be wearing that shirt. Though I take issue with the fact that they colored that shirt green on the back cover. It would be red, you clearly. It, that looks like blue. No, I know. But in that kind of shirt would have been red with black type. But, anyway, no. that's my personal. I also have an issue with their haircuts, but we won't go into that. <laughs> okay. Well... <laughs> I was wondering if you would have any problems with the art, because it is black and white. Um, I like that, actually. Ah, gives it a classic feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm actually... I, I like the fact that, you know, back then you didn't... You could use your imagination. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and the things that they're drawing don't need to be in color. Yeah. I mean, they're drawing their families. You know, we don't... We can use our imagination if if these families are... Black or white or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, Multiracial kids, I would point out. um, Which is by no means the standard in 1989. They are shaded. Now, the illustrator never heard from again, as far as I can tell. Um, Perhaps went on to do other things, but I have never... I think it actually will say in the back. She does have a little bio in the back of the 10th anniversary edition, which is kind of them. I'm glad they did that. Um, It does not mention any other books that she ever did. So this may have been... It says she illustrates and designs for authors and publishers throughout the nation, but no specific titles are mentioned. I think anyone who could say, I'm the one who illustrated Heather has That's good at cocktail parties, my friend. However, what, what did this? I just pull out from under the table? I do, what is this? Whoa! Now I'm changing things up, and you guys can't see this, but I have just pulled out a newly illustrated edition of the same book from 25 15 2015. 2015 illustrated by Laura Cornell. This is funny. So this is the illustrator best known for doing all of Jamie Lee Curtis's picture books. Oh. Now the publisher is Candlewick, a major, amazing uh, publisher. Who's does that blurb on the back there? Aw. And that's cute. Oh, it's my girl Rachel Maddow. hmm Pretty cute, huh? Oh, well, if she gives her her blessing, then then We don't know that she's blessing this book. We just know that she's blessing Heather Has Two Mommies. Okay. But she may be blessing this book. So it's like, is this watercolor? Yes. This is done in watercolor. It's much, well, for one thing, there's color. So that right there is the first. The original Heather Has Two Mommies had sort of a sepia slash, I'm going to go with burnt sienna, yellowish wheat kind of color on the cover. And then inside is all black and white. Because color is very expensive, um, especially if it's 1989. This book, brightly colored from start to finish. Um, original text, which is impressive because older picture books sometimes would not fit. Um, there's a lot of talk about how in the old days, picture books could be long. And these days, they have to be short. But I don't get that feeling with this. It's I feel like it's about the same length that you usually get. But you're already beginning to see... Some major differences with how they're tackling the subject matter. Your your face is not a happy one. Hold on, let me say something nice first. Okay, go ahead. So I'm at the part where they're in the school. Mm-hmm. Does it say play group or does it say school? I wonder if it says of- school. Oh, 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 oh. Soon the big day arrives, and Mama Kate and Mama wait. Jane take Heather to her new school. Wait, wait, wait. Let me. Let me. See if this is the same text as the original. The next day, Mama Kate and Mama Jane take Heather to Molly's house. Ooh, so we went from a house to a school. Right. Interesting. Because home uh, daycares, there's one two doors down for me. It's not like they don't still exist. Definitely a lot more color. Now, this is interesting. That means they must have updated the text. I wonder how many things... Do they still call them Mama Kate and Mama um, Jane? Yes. Okay. Mama so Kate that did Mama not change. So, the, so your, your, your dated reference stays. Yeah. Has not left. The, the text has changed. Oh, what did they say? Because now Emily tapes up the picture she drew of her grandma and their two puppies. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Emma, Emmett, and Charlie. Wait, who did that? Emily. Wait, I'm going to t- check on this. So maybe the criticism. Is there a wand? There's, no, let's find out. There was a Juan originally. Juan draws his mommy, daddy, and big brother, Carlos. Miriam draws her mommy and her sister, Rachel, playing in the park. Mm Mm-hmm. With you so far? Uh, Stacy draws her daddy and her papa reading her story. See, that's oh, what I that mean. Oh, that changed before it was like her two daddies. Yeah, daddy and papa. That's uh, see, uh, that's uh, what I'm saying. Uh, she did. Too. Um, and then Joshua hangs up the picture he drew of his mommy and stepfather dropping him off at his daddy's house. Mm-hmm. Then we got Emily taping up the picture she drew. of her Emily's new look. No Emily. And then that it goes straight to so David. The, well, David straightens out the picture he drew of the day his mommy and daddy brought home. Or brought his new sister, Veronica, home. Wait. In this, David is adopted. Interesting. And he has two brothers and a big sister. So in the 80s, he was adopted. But now we can't now he's, have him adopted? N- now just his... Well, we don't know if his sister is adopted or not. Oh, she could just be... That's true. Interesting. So oh, wait. What? But the teacher is still Ms. Molly. She's very cool with her yeah. scarf so and So they clearly made this a 21st century book now. We got, Very... we got Daddy and Papa. We mm-hmm. got Grandma being the caretaker now. Um, now, see, if I was a good little researcher, I could have been able to tell you if the original was still in print. Um, my understanding is that it is, but that you could also get this edition if you felt this one has a little too, shall we say, 80s. Um, look at that on the back. Not just no nukes. The other, the other mom is wearing a, a vest. It's like a crocheted green could be knit. It's a vest. Yes. Also, the dog on the back looks nothing like the dog on the front. The dog on the front looks like a wolf. I swear. Oh. And this dog is like a... what? It's what a Labrador, it? clearly. No. No. Labrador? Oh, oh no. That. What that is, is that? That is not a Labrador. That's a, I'm going to say that's a mix. That's a... I would say oh, that's a mutt. That's the saddest a mix hat? I ever saw. I don't know. This don't is know. an all black yeah. dog. I don't know. Well, it's supposed to be all black. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that. So so, all right, so a final, final judgments. And now here's the thing. Should we judge both of them? Should we judge them as mm. one entity? Like, this is Heather Astumides, but so is this. I would, I would combine. I would say. Uh, okay, so it. we're going to, like, watch this. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> whoa! That <whoa. laughs> ah, works. <laughs> all right. Oh, they have a little sticker saying, brand new edition of the modern classic. Okay, so the sticker is calling it a classic, but are we calling it a classic? You know what? I think a lot of the success of this book came down to the title, which so many people probably, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure people mocked it incessantly for a long period of time. And then at some point that mocking turned into, "Eh, it's not a bad book because it's actually not a bad book. I remembered it unkindly. I will tell you that right now. Um, I remembered it unkindly because I remembered the art mostly, which is not. The old or the new? The old. The okay. old. I, I had seen the new, but you the new had made no impression on you me. You didn't like the Billie Jean haircuts and the. Uh... Uh, I didn't like the black and white. I'll be perfectly frank. Um, Why not? What's wrong with black and white? I'm sure there are other kids' books out there that are in black and white. Yeah, but they're really old. They don't. I mean, I guess no, that's not necessarily true. There are. I have tried to keep track of how many black and white picture books come out in a given year. If you're lucky if there's three. Generally speaking, it's color, 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 color.
1: Because
0: that gets the kid's attention? Yeah. Um, at least in the comics world, a kid will not pick up a, color, a, a black and white comic. But I like the original too, kind of. I don't know. I like the original because it gives you things that the new book doesn't mm-hmm. but at the same time the new book offers things that the old book didn't so well and here's the thing this kind of book is not made anymore at this point no i'm not saying that there aren't gay family book picture books for kids but the focus of the book is not on the fact that there are there's very few that are like there are lots i mean there's there are books there where it's a lots of different families but the focus is not on the gay parents um usually we do not see a lot of my parents are gay and this is what my life is like That sort of is a gap that Heather has to Mavi still fills to this day. Otherwise, picture books that have gay parents, it's about something else. Um, One is about a foster kid who's adopted by two dads. One is about, uh, well, there's a lot of board books about him. This is my mom. This is my mama. Um, There's, uh, generally speaking, there's just not, I mean, you know, this is what our day looks like. Um, But they're not talking about the fact that I have two moms or I have two dads. So I feel like that, this book still fills that need. So if you had to rate this on a scale from... Oh, I'm doing the rating first? Yeah. All right, all right, On right, a scale from 10 being the most classic of all books mm-hmm. and you should pass this down to your children from generation to generation to one being forget this book ever existed. It was rightfully banned and should be banned forever. All right, all right. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, one being the worst, I'm going to go with 8.5. And here's why. It's very precise. I know. Because we can do that. Okay. Because it's our show. Um, I'm doing 8.5. And the reason for that is I don't think it's met its illustrator yet. Mm. Um, I think Laura Cornell is a fine, sure, illustrator. You know? She does Jamie Lee Curtis. Those books sell like hotcakes. And um, it's a perfectly innocuous. She's innocuous, She is innocuous, the artist. Uh, She's not going to blow you away. Um, She's not going to surprise you at any point. Uh, She's going to do the job that you gave her to do. There's certain illustrators that do that, and that's fine. But for the true, for the 10, for the Heather Has Two Mommies 10, you need a better illustrator. And I am willing to bet that in, I'm going to say, 15 years... We will get another illustrated edition of this and it could be awesome. In, when, when that happens, in 15 years, mm-hmm. can we take the things from the old book and the things from the new book and, and put them together, have mm-hmm. the kid who was adopted and have the girl yes. with the grandma and grandpa mm-hmm. and have them be in the same class? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Do, do you wanna go back to the home daycare situation? I'm okay with that, but it that's... almost never shows up in children's books, and I'm kind of curious as to why they made that change. I mean, maybe because more kids can relate to a preschool setting in a maybe, school, I guess, but there's lots of homemakers I don't know, so how about you like on the scale of one to ten where where would you put it If I had to call this a classic i would I would say, yeah, this should be a classic. I think um, I would call it I would give it an eight mainly because, yeah, we we need to bring together the two parts into one book. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like that they picked and choose what they decided to go in the story. And that would have been Leslie. She would have been the one to make that call. And I'm with you on the illustrations. As much as I love me some 80s fashion and some... A bloodhound. I don't know you what kind of dog this is. It's definitely yeah. a mutt. That's a black that's a black bloodhound on I that guess. new cover. Um I, but he's, he's sad too. But I'm not I, I don't I don't like the faces. I don't no. I don't they're kind of creepy to me. I'm still I'm, I'm sorry, kind of, Laura. I'm kind I, of loving though the I red do, the red what is that shirt? I do like her shirt. I don't know if that's... We're going to call her Kate. But um, the teeny <laughs> tiny shoes. I'm not so sure.
1: Um, so yeah, yeah, we're about even.
0: You said okay, we're and about and even. So we actually agree. All right. Eight. And I must say, coming into this, I did not remember this book kindly. I did not think I'd give it any more than a five. And I'm very happy that I changed my... I changed my vote on this one. I'm happy too, because yeah. we would have had some words, I think, if you we had could gone... Have. But that makes for good podcasting. It does. We will... At some point here, we will have words. I will. Ooh, all right. Our next book. I'm going to try to find a book where we'll have words on it. I know a book that we would have words on because I know how much you hate it. But I know the book. So. Oh man. Yeah. Do you like that book? Um, I don't have as much of a problem with it as you do. Okay, so maybe when we do our Super Bowl edition, <laughs> which <laughs> apparently we're going to have a Super Bowl edition. Apparently, I just made we're going to rumble. Up. We're going to rumble. If we need a rumble, uh, in the city. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna bring a gun to a knife fight, and I'm gonna bring in that book. So. All right. And you better you better watch your back, Missy. All I
1: right. will
0: give it to you. Mm-hmm. Well, Actually, buy me the book? Don't do that. No, nope. no, do that. that was a hint. Oh. Oh. <laughs> now I'm desperately trying to think of a different book that has the word "give" in the title, and I'm not coming up with it. Ugh. Okay. Well, of course it would be that. Yeah. You wouldn't know. It's it's number three of the branches on the me, on the uh, triumvirate of mediocrity. And I don't think you know branches one and two. So those will be future podcasts as well. Excellent. Now comes to our uh, part of the show that's difficult for me, but easier for you. Adult things that we really like. And uh, so you want to begin this time, buddy? Sure. What's making you all thrilled? Okay. So it's Gay Pride Month. Mm-hmm. Well, otherwise I like to call it as, um, Kate McKinnon is a God month. Um, because that's every month. Cause she kind of is. She's kind of the greatest living but, American hero. Speaking of gods. Oh. wonder woman. Whoa. Look at that transition. You like that? That was so slick. I thought about that when I was one. That went my right hair. by my ear and I didn't even feel the breeze. Yeah. Wow. Saw wonder woman. Highly, highly recommend it to anyone listening. For years, you should watch this movie because of how many barriers it's breaking from having a female director break all sorts of opening box office records to the fact that the actress did, like she filmed while she was pregnant, she gained 19 pounds of muscle. Um, Her, the, the little scene where she talks about the reason why men exist had me laughing <laughs> it had humor it had humor i yes. saw it too and i did not expect humor because i knew that the previous batman and superman films i have been wanting dc to step it up yeah. for so long i still don't want to see the justice league movie but i will see justice, justice league because she is in it because I'm, wonder woman is in it i'm going to need and jason momoa little aquaman Though not see, little, if, if Aquaman turns out to be good, maybe I'll see Justice League. But Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. amazing film. Agreed. Yes, there Agreed. are some problems with it, but sure. it's not perfect. But it's, it's a good film. But my Princess Bride became a general, yeah, and she's amazing. Anyway, that's my that that's my happy Aww. adult thing. That's a nice is happy adult thing. Love me some Wonder Woman now. Okay. So I was going to do Wonder Woman, and then somebody told me she was going to do Wonder Woman and stole my darn thing. So I do, 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 have... Do, do. I wonder who that was. So I'm going to do a Twitter feed that I enjoy. Uh, that's That's what the kids do these days, right? They... They have their feeds. I don't have Twitter or Facebook or Instagram, so I don't know. Okay, you're gonna be of no use to me whatsoever. (laughs) This is the moment where you're like, but I have Snapchat. Okay, so this is a Twitter feed that I am not entirely certain how I discovered it. Um, It it actually baffles me because it is, I'm going to have to describe this. I believe the Twitter feed is Japanese uh, in origin. Um, The Twitter handle is Sue, S U E. And then Kichi, K-I-C-H-I-I-I. That's three I's at the end there. So, Sue Kichi. Sue Kichi, if that's the name of the person who creates it, I don't even know, um, basically takes, well, I'll just give you an example, takes uh, action figures, seems to have many different heads for them. The two main characters of this Twitter feed, and there are characters, are um, Bruce Lee... And uh, well, I'll just I'll just show you the other guy. Uh, do you happen to recognize him at all? Um, I'll give you, I'll give you a little hint. We are the champions, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. So Freddie Mercury and uh, Bruce Lee hang out. So this one I'm showing you right here is uh, one where they they hang out with uh, the guy from Munch's The Scream, and uh, and then uh, are all imitating him. This is. Par for the course. They are always four episodes long. Um well, they, four, four pictures. Four pictures long, right. And they do entire, like, plots. And over the years, this person has accrued more and more um, characters. I'm still not sure how they change the facial expressions, because they do. Um, but they do, and uh, they, this is probably the funniest Twitter feed I follow. It is beautifully done. Uh, so yes, that is my bizarre, but all the same, I, I absolutely love it. Uh, Japanese Twitter feed that I follow, Tsukiji. All right, all right, and that brings us to the end of our show. You know what you didn't do? What did I not do? You didn't mention the New York Public Library. Oh well, look, oh you did! Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apparently, I'm never going to mention it, no. so maybe this whole coin jar where I have to put in a quarter every single time I mention my former workplace is not actually going to come up. Maybe I should do it from every time I mention one of my books, which that happens that's happened twice so far, yeah, yeah, and that is actual we could turn into a drinking game where every time you mention your book, we have to take a drink, yeah, but I've been drinking this entire time my my delightful glass of uh, Chardonnay so. Yeah. Just, I don't know that it's going to change anything. I'm just going to keep drinking. What are you drinking? Um, so this is not a plug. I'm not getting paid by them. But Smirnoff came out with a Pride vodka um, where a dollar of the proceeds go to LGBT causes. So, Is I, it rainbow colored? It is. Oh, is it really? I was joking. So here it is. Ooh. Um, One dollar awesome. per bottle made supports LGBTQ causes. And on the cover, they have, uh, well, on the front of the bottle, they have different couples. They have Aww. a man and a woman, two men, two women, and it's all rainbow colored. And so I'm, in honor of Pride Month, I am drinking Smirnoff and orange juice. Oh, that's very nice. Yeah. Well, that's another adult thing mm-hmm. that you're enjoying. Two adult things. Two adult things <laughs> on and one children's podcast. podcast. <laughs> Crazy talk. All right. Well, thanks for doing the, uh, the podcast with me, buddy. Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. All right, no problem. Next time we'll do something, uh, something fight-worthy. Yeah, to Bring it on. Stretch. all right. I'll see what I can do. Fuse 8 and Kate is a production by Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird. Our senior executive producer is Drew Atienza. Our music is by Haddon givens Kind. Fuse 8 and Kate is an independent production and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal.